0: thank you for joining me on the show today. This is The Now Talks, a collection of inspiring personal stories and leadership lessons from some of the world's most iconic leaders. It is the weekly podcast for women in leadership brought to you by nations of women. My name is Dr. Tina Alton, and I'm your host for today and the coming weeks. Welcome again to another edition. And uh, today I want to talk to us about vision. Why vision? Because, you know, later in the year, we're going to be going back to Africa for our International Women's Summit. And I found myself, you know, in the last couple of weeks, really having to sit down and put pen to paper. You know, the vision that I have for the summit, right? And then being able to take that back to the team, being able to explain it in a way that the team can actually understand and then execute the smaller details, which becomes the experience that you have when you come to the summit or for the women that, you know, came to the 2022 summit, for example. And therefore, um, I would say the quality of your leadership really can be determined by the quality of your vision, right? A vision really is like the rudder that steers the ship. When the vision is not clear, guess what? The team, you know, the people you're doing work with or you're tracking with. Like everything becomes uh, a little bit muddled, right? The, the, where there is there is a lack of vision. You know, the Bible says, for lack of vision, my people perish. And so why is it that um, as leaders, we struggle so much to share our vision with other people, right? I don't know about you, but I seem to meet, you know, women leaders that it's like, no, I'm not going to share my vision because, you know, I don't know what experience you've had before. But I really do believe that we're the A, we are at the age and the dispensation in which we have to be able to clearly articulate our vision, clearly share our vision with our team, with the people that we serve, with the people that serve with us, and everybody else that is in that journey. Uh, for you and your calling and whatever is your call to do your purpose, however you want to call it, you have to be able to clearly articulate your vision. So today we're going to look all, we're going to look at and talk about how we can do that a lot more better, right? So your vision determines what you can be. Okay, in vision, it's like if you think about vision, it's what your eyes see. So as a leader, what are you seeing? And ultimately, what you see determines what your team also gets to see. So what you can see determines what you can be. What do we mean by that, right? Um. I'm sure you've met somebody before where it's like, this is so obvious, like, can't you see it? Can't you just see it? Maybe an opportunity, whatever it is, right? But as leaders, we have to be able, we have to be able to see the whole, the big picture what you can see determines what you can be. And therefore it means that right from your team, do you see the potential of your team? Do you see the potential of that person that you're talking to? Do you see the potential of, you know, maybe uh, that child, if you're called to serve young people, do you see the potential of that young person? Do you see, my what you can see determines what you can be. So if I can see the need in a community, it means that I can be part of the solution for that problem, right, in that community. And um, you see only what you're prepared to see. That means that as leaders, our mindset can really impact our vision. If your mindset is very set, very rigid, aye, aye, aye it's going to limit to a very large extent what it is that you can see. And um, there is this, uh, you know, thought or so quotation that, you know, we, we all live under the, the same sky, but, you know, we, we all don't see the same horizon, right? The sun rises, you know, wherever you are in the world, the sun rises every morning, and yet not everybody gets to see the beauty of that sunrise because sometimes our mindset is really caught us, you know, caught up with the, we're stuck in the mundane, the nitty gritties, the challenges of life. And therefore we're only prepared to see what we want to see, right? And uh, what you see is what you get. It's, the, it's very, very true. It's like, if you can only see you know, if, if you go to the, if you go to the beach or you, you know, you go to the beach, you can only see so far, you know, where the horizon is. It means that's, that's, you're limited by as far as you can see. I was looking at a picture, um, over the weekend on two people in prison and, um, the picture, let me describe it for you. So the picture had bars, obviously in prison, they would have, you know, the bars on the window and, I'm I'm imagining this is the outside of the prison walls. There were trees. The tree was blossoming. Let's take it as a cherry blossom tree, right? A cherry blossom tree. And it was in full blossom. And these two prisoners were doing a painting. And one drew the painting of just the bars because that is all they could see. All they could see was the bars. And the other picture of the other prisoner was the tree. You know the cherry blossom tree in full blossom with flowers, with birds in the in the branches. You know, so he was able to see beyond the prison bar, where it means that his mindset was a lot more open, and he allowed himself to see beyond the prison door or the prison window, shall we see. So, what you see is what you get. As a as as a leader, you need to be able to see beyond beyond what is immediately in front of, beyond the immediate problem, beyond the immediate challenge. What else do you see? Because what else you see can determine what can be and therefore what your team can do, right? And what your team can achieve. You must strive to be more, to see more and to do more because you were made for more. But if you can only see that, you know, bars, the prison walls, the bars, you would miss being able to see the tree, the blossom. And there is also, um, as as a leader, when it comes to your vision, you have to be able to see the increase, see the more. Like I talked about the two prisoners, see the more. You must know that there is more. There is always a more you know, and I'm not talking about being greedy. Oh gosh, I've got to go more and everything else, but you have to be able to allow your mindset to know that there is more. Your vision needs to be expansive. Your vision needs to be a vision that is way beyond you, way beyond, you know, even your time, your, your lifetime, right? It has to be way bigger than who you are, way bigger than, you know, what you are, what you can be. But you have to become the person you're called to be in order to be the leader that you have to be. You have to be, I'm saying it again, you have to be the person you're called to be in order to fulfill the vision for which you're called to be, okay? And so you have to remember that, you, you have to increase your ability to see more, to see beyond the bar and see the the flowers, the blossom, the tree, the solutions, the what is possible, okay? And so how then, I want to talk us through how can you develop a process or a system or a framework, if you will, or keys, you know, that allows you to be able to see More to for your vision to to increase, expand your vision to you know go past the what you call it the prison bar. Okay, and number one is who you spend time with. Are you spending time with people who actually inspire you to be more? Right? Are you are you are you spending time with people? that stretch you, that expand your thinking, that expand your capacity. You know, there is a saying that um, you're the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with. And therefore, it's very, very important, right, that you surround yourself with the right people. Okay, when you're with the right people, um you, you realize that they pour into you. So therefore, it becomes an investment into you. OK, it is it is very important to surround yourself with people who are are uh, are able to actually also see your potential and call you up higher. OK, um, the other question is, what would help you to be more? What would help you to to find these people? What would help you to spend that time? With these people, you have to be intentional. I'm always talking about being intentional. If you're intentional about what you eat, because you know that what you eat can affect your health, your well being, your mindset, everything about you, then it means that we also have to be intentional about who we allow into our lives, who we allow in your inner circle, who you allow to surround yourself with, who you allow to speak into your life. So you have to be intentional. Every single day, you have to be intentional. You have to decide, you know, how are you going to grow? Because you're not just going to accidentally grow, right? If you think about, you know, tomatoes, I don't know if you've grown tomatoes before or maybe peppers or whatever in your personal garden, right? You're intentional about it, right? You don't just plant it anytime. You prepare the soil, you get the right seed you know, if you want tomatoes, you get tomato seeds. You don't get corn seeds. You don't get pepper seeds and I expect tomatoes. So you give the right seed. You know, you you poke the, the hole into the soil properly. You cover the soil. You water it. You go out every, you know, day. If there's frost coming, you cover it. So you are intentional about everything you do To ensure that the tomatoes will grow. It is the same when it comes to our personal growth. You have to be intentional about your growth because you're not just going to accidentally, oops, okay, right? You're not accidentally going to grow. You have to be intentional about wanting to grow, what specific areas that you need to grow. So maybe next week I will, you know, I will talk us through. Um, developing a personal growth plan, right. That helps you to understand how to grow, what areas to grow. How do you even determine, you know, where do I need to grow? What areas do I need to grow? How am I going to grow? Right. So anyway, coming back on track, you have to be intentional that I must grow every day in order to increase my capacity to be more. So if I want to be a leader that leads from a place of more, from a place of I can see beyond the walls, I can see beyond the problem, I can see beyond the challenge, I can see beyond, you know, this this thing that is in front of us, I can allow myself to think and to see beyond, right? To increase your capacity. You can see the solution. You can see what is possible. You can see the potential. You can see the bigger picture. Then you are going to be a very, very effective leader. And the people that you work with or serve are going to be better, better served. So let's quickly look at how can you truly own your vision? How can you truly own your vision? Because I believe that for you to be able to, you know, really um, be the leader that 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 is more, that, you know, surround yourself with the right people, those that can speak into your life, see your potential and call you up higher, requires you to own own your vision. I know that sometimes we come across challenges and it's like, oh, this is too much. You know, this is way too much. I don't think I can do that. Well, when you own your vision, when you really decide I'm going to own my vision, you're going to be able to rise above the challenge. So uh, when you own, this is how you know that you really truly are owning your vision. You know, that dream that God has placed in your heart. You feel good. Even though you're going through a challenge, you know that there is something higher. There is a bigger purpose for that, right? You pr- it, it, it just, it provides that strength to you. You know, your your spirit is enlightened and invigorated, and, and fired up and you're able to push through and persevere and be able to push past those challenges, right? You are willing to step outside your comfort zone. You know, you're willing to step outside your comfort zone. Every time you're working on it, every time you think about it, you're fulfilled in some way, right? And you know also that you are, Made for this, you know. You know, I was born for this. I really was born for this, right? If you don't feel that way, then you're probably, probably, probably working on somebody else's vision. So once you know, I've given us a few indicators here. Once you 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 work that, okay. Now I know that I really own my vision. You want to reflect. I'm a great believer in reflecting, looking behind you. Look pause, take a pause and reflect. What can I learn? So we're in March, January, February, we're in the third quarter of, you know, sorry, not the third quarter, the third month of the first quarter, you know, what can you learn from what has already gone ahead of you, right? What can you learn from January, from February, even from last week, okay? What can you learn Right. What can you learn that will help you to actually expand your vision to to find solutions? Right. And you want to look around you. What is happening to others? Right. What is happening to others and how are you being able to serve others? Because if you look around you, there is so much that is happening around us. Right, and if you pay attention to what is happening to others, you're able to figure out. Okay, I'm on track with my vision because your vision should be serving other people around you. So, if your vision is a specific solution, and if you look around you, what's happening to others is, you know, you hold the solution to that. But that is happening. You could. so let's say, um. Your 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 vision, okay, is to produce eggs, and you're looking around you, and people are, you know, scrambling for eggs. They can't find eggs. They're crying out for eggs. You're not fulfilling your vision because you're not creating the eggs that is required. Okay, I know that's a a, a not so poignant example, but I, I I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Okay. Now you have to look above you. What does others expect you? You know what does other people expect of you? Um, you know, and what does God also expect of you? Okay, you have to know what is the desires that God has for you. I mean, I, as a believer, and He says He yeah, has good plans for you, but I'm also also created for like really really good work. So you have to understand what does God expect of me? You know, what are his desires for me? Am I actually growing to my maximum potential or am I limiting myself? And why do we limit ourselves? Sometimes it's cultural sometimes it's expectations we play on ourselves, sometimes because we're comparing ourselves to other people, sometimes it's because of environment. But when you push all those away, you will then be able to untangle, unshackle yourself and begin to live to your maximum potential, right? And are you sowing seeds that benefits other people? Are you truly serving other people? Or are you just serving yourself, right? you're just serving yourself. Is that what it is, right? And you know, you know, if you're serving yourself or you're truly serving other people. And then you also look at, you know, what is ahead of you? What is the bigger picture, right? What is the bigger picture? As a leader, your vision needs to provide hope, right? Hope, a bright future, you know, to the people, whether it's your team or those that you called to serve, your vision should be a source of hope and, and and bring that feeling of optimism. There is hope here. My future is possible. My future is bright. I can do this. You know, you keep you are a hope dealer. You have to keep hope alive. Your vision um should should. Um, allow other people to feel that, you know, they can, they can do it, right? That they can do it. Your vision, it's like every, every leader faces challenges. Like every leader has mountains they have to climb, but your vision needs to The way you carry your vision should empower other people to feel like, you know what, I can do this. I can overcome this. You you are the hope dealer that allows other people to know that they can climb that mountain. They can get to the top of that mountain. Of course, to climb a mountain, you have to have the right gear, the right, you know, um temperature, the right clothing, the right training, all of those things. so how you carry your vision should provide all of those for your people. Your vision, it's like watching the eagle soar and as people as you carry your vision, you know you provide that source of hope you you you, you your vision should make other people's hearts soar. Your vision should should make me feel like, oh my gosh, like I am inspired, you know. But if your vision drains people and drags people down, then ooh, maybe you need to go back to the drawing board. But a real solid vision, a God-given vision, when you're walking in the vision that you were created for, that vision would inspire other people. It would make other people's heart to soar, right? And um you think about uh, your vision should be like a source of energy, it should be a well that people should come and draw from and be and be watered and be refreshed and be invigorated, right? A vision that drains everybody. Oh my gosh. That is like oh, you know, it's like the Sahara, your vision should should refresh. Your vision should refresh um people. And your vision should be a source of hope, like I said. Your vision should provide direction, direction for people, um, the team that you lead, those that you call to serve. It should lead somewhere. It should not be, you know, creating confusion and out we're confused. Oh, I had this and I'm so confused. Your vision should bring hope, should bring direction, your bring your your vision. That you carry, how you articulate, how you articulate your vision should be able to create what do you call it, a peace, if you will, and a sense of direction. And your vision should allow you to thrive. If you're not thriving, then you really need to ask yourself the question: Am I really fully, you know, living my vision? Am I really truly? walking out the vision for which I was called for. Because anything you do that you lose yourself in, I don't think is healthy. You know, see, if you lose yourself, you feel like "I I lost myself in the middle of your vision, then you have to really be honest and ask yourself a very, very deep question that am I truly walking out my vision and your vision should allow you to love those that are immediately given to you so your family your vision should not take away you know should not take you away from like you know your first calling if you will which is your family I don't believe God is going to give you a vision that you work so hard at it that you're not even present. It's like, you know, the lights are on, but no one's at home. I don't mean a house, house like you. You come home, but you're not even present, right? You're talking to your partner, but you're not even present. You're talking to kids, but you're not even present. That is not a wholesome vision. So I hope that you can, you know, uh, work these things out, look at areas in which you are working out your vision and ask yourself that honest question. Is my vision bringing hope to others? Is my vision, you know, making me uh, come alive? Is my vision creating a pathway for others? Is my vision solving a Problem, you know, is my vision serving others? Am I being more or am I being small, right? Am I looking beyond, you know, the bars and seeing what is possible, what is ahead, or am I looking only at what I can see? I hope this has been, you know, helpful to you and, you know, write to us and let us know what aspect of this really spoke to you, resonated to you. What else would you add as you think about your vision as a leader? Until next time, take care and remember your vision should make you come alive. God bless. And that's all for this week. You've been listening to Dr. Tina Alton with the Now Talks, the weekly podcast for women in leadership brought to you by Nations of Women. All that remains is for me to say have a fantastic week. Stay safe and reach out if you need any help now at nationsofwomen.com. Until next time, enjoy the pursuit of your potential. And remember, now is your time.